had a dream. Some would call it a nightmare. See, at the moment, my daughter is 12. But my dream was set in the future where she was a woman in her 20s. The earth was hot. Everyone sweating. Wearing the bare minimum. My daughter is out foraging for food. The landscape is barren, burnt, dying. She picks up flowers and a rat and dines accordingly. Halfway through the meal, a truck teeming with whites rolls by. They are in a nice air-conditioned truck. My daughter hides. The whites stop ransacking homes and taking what they want. That is what whites do. Then I wake up. Sweaty on cool sheets. I had trouble going back to sleep. My mind thought about the future in which global warming is a full threat to humanity. History of America has shown us that minorities will be in trouble if that comes to pass. Then I thought about the history of blacks in this country. And I, I know they will love to make us extinct. And by they and them, I mean white people. Ask yourself, what in history makes you think that whites will shelter us as minorities, protect us as black people, nourish us? Nowhere in history can people of color claim to actually be wanted in this country. So now what? Do we join in small fights that do not mean much? Like the fight for critical race theory, which is the same as American history, because there is no history that does not contain black people. They would rather deny history to whitewash it. They will never want to be uncomfortable. But I hate to say my job is to make white people uncomfortable. In fact, that's what Treefinger is all about. Welcome back to season three of Race Through Mindfulness. This is season three, episode one, The Blue Vein Society. Now, in past seasons, we talked about history and how to utilize mindfulness to eradicate racism, as well as the early lessons in making whites comfortable. Well, our goal is now and has always been to make whites uncomfortable by any means necessary. You know, we have to accept that this land has never treated nor intends to treat minorities as equals. And they have a particular disdain for blacks. At what point do we accept and move on to this next phase of self-sustaining and building wealth? We as blacks have to own our own businesses, control our own infrastructure, banks, and sports teams. In other words, we must prepare to become non-extinct. 
the ways we can do this are limitless, but the main obstacle is and has always been ourselves. More specifically, our crabs in a barrel mentality. We have had this mentality since the slave days. Back then, it was a survival technique. Now, it just hinders us as blacks, hinders us to unite. That mentality is in our DNA, just like racism is in all whites' DNA. We must learn, grow, and understand to get past it. Just like you have to learn and work to be unracist, I feel everyone, despite color, must do this. But you also have to be willing and able to shed that crabs-in-a-barrel mentality. Let's dissect the meaning. This mentality refers to uh, when a group of like-suited people hurt those in their own community attempting to get ahead. Basically, if I can't have it, neither can you. Blacks historically used this mentality to survive. They used it to survive slavery by making your master value you above all others, thus elevating your standard of living and lengthening your life. Simple. Survival technique. Blacks also historically used this mentality to survive Jim Crow, allowing them to skirt the edges of society by trampling on their brothers' backs. Blacks also historically used this during segregation, belittling each other, you know, and asking ourselves to merge with whites, throwing away everything that we built as blacks while being segregated from whites. Goodbye, Negro Leagues. What would happen if blacks owned their own sports leagues? I mean, we already have the best athletes in America. Imagine that power if all blacks played for black-owned teams. More on that in episode two. But I digress. You know, during segregation, we gave up because white was right. We begged whites to accept us, to merge with us, to unite with us. But we should know by now they never will. During Reconstruction, this nation had a chance to heal the racial divide. But America chose to burn our homes and lynch us in robes. America has no intention of loving us. All it has done is humiliate us, kill, rape, and lynch us. They, and by they I mean whites, take everything as an insult. Like when we say, fuck the police. They don't ask why. They get mad at what we said. So now what? Do we continue to wait to be extinct in a land that hates us? Or do we make moves to survive? I know what Treefinger must do. We have to educate, assemble, organize, plan our objectives and unite under Treefinger. The biggest obstacle to our objective is not whites, it is us. 
It is our crabs in a barrel mentality. See, all of us minorities, blacks, whites, Hispanics, we're all brothers and sisters. We need to love each other accordingly. The issues of race are, (laughs) they're well documented. The picture is painted in oil to show how whites hold us blacks back. But the first step to achieving the objective puts us blacks at the point of conflict. We need to eradicate the crabs in a barrel mentality. One story to illustrate this issue from history is that of the Blue Vein Society. Blue Vein Society refers to the historical phenomenon among some blacks in which the lightest-skinned individuals occupy positions of privilege while the darker-skinned blacks were effectively lesser than. Yes, you did. You heard that right. Light-skinned blacks segregated against dark-skinned blacks in the 20s, 30s, and the 40s, and the 50s while all blacks were segregated against whites. I mean, the logic here is lacking. Instead of unite, we excluded our own race to be closer to the white race. I mean, why? Crabs in a barrel, that's why. In our DNA, that's why. Just like racism is in white's DNA. I mean, you think hundreds of years of conditioning doesn't leave an imprint on your DNA? I mean, that sounds like you're denying science, right? I mean, the Blue Vein Society was created after the emancipation in 1865. White communities tried to keep black people, both light and dark, away from them. The light blacks excluded themselves from the dark blacks. Not all, of course, but some. Its purpose was to establish and maintain social standards. Entrance into this exclusive group were twofold. One, your veins must be visible enough to see the blue in the veins. Or you could take a brown paper bag, and if you are lighter than that bag, and if you were financially stable, you were in. Entrance into the Blue Vein Society for having fair skin and for being financially stable. Now, that test, that brown paper bag test, known as the brown paper bag test, (laughs) how creative, right? In fact, that test was used by many blacks for decades without knowledge of origin. Now, the effect started... The growth of black America was stunted by the crabs in a barrel mentality. See, when we are divided, it is easier to conquer. But a closed fist inflicts the most damage. Blue vein societies are evil and prevent our people from growing wealth and growing power. And you see, only together... Can we affect real change? Only together can we change that dream I had. Only together can we actually make whites uncomfortable. We must come together. And if we do that, there's no telling what we can achieve. 
We must do it for our survival. We need to do it to stave off elimination, extinction. We know what whites will do to blacks if left to choose between their survival or ours. We know what they'll do. We should not aspire to be loved or hated by them. We should love and and be valued by each other, create a black fist, create our own path forward. But we must do this with knowledge of history and an understanding of racism and classism and the role it will play if we do not unite. So, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, the next time you see a brother or sister or a king or a queen, stand up, reach out, and welcome them with open arms to Treefinger. We are all brothers, whether we can see our blue veins or not. Thanks for listening. Join us next week on Race Through Mindfulness by Treefinger, as we will discuss the end of segregation and how we lost ourselves trying to be accepted by whites. Peace and wisdom. See you next week.